welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, slightly delayed edition. We typically record on Sundays, but you know, we have to leave sometimes. So I was I decided to do some personal stuff. So but we're here one day, one day um behind, but we're here. Uh lots to talk about before I go into anything. If you're watching this, please like, share, subscribe. It's on the bottom, footy fantasy on all our socials, um, Facebook, IG and then Twitter. Um, this one, for sure, I'm gonna make sure after the stream, recorded version will be on YouTube an hour after, a couple of hours later, if you're a podcast person, and whether Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts, this audio version will be on there. Clips will come out tomorrow, as always, um, for people who just wanna see short clips. So let's dive in. Let me introduce the guests first. Let me start. Josh, uh, Jay Socials, thanks for coming on. How are you doing? I'm doing good, and uh, thanks for having me. It was yeah. a party this weekend, too. So Liverpool not winning was a party. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Uh, then uh, Otto, the champion, Hala Madrid. You see, I had to learn Spanish just for this weekend. Lost <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you ever you ever heard someone's Spanish celebration. Hey, I, I had to learn Spanish. I you know what? Spanish. I meditated this morning. It's OK. Y'all ain't going to face oh. me. You meditated. You meditated in Spanish. <laughs> okay, Otto, thanks for joining us. I'm sure you're excited. Um, super excited, super happy, man. What an epic gear! What an epic gear! Then the last hey, person, man. I had to like, I had to wait for this one. You know, Linda. <laughs> I thought we weren't gonna do. I thought I thought you were giving us the day off yesterday so I could get over my hangover. Ooh. Actually, <laughs> that's why I delayed. It's my fault. I was I in bed do. all day. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sip. I had to sip. You know. I mean, I don't yes. Oh, we oh for the last two days, <laughs> Liverpool fans, my man. Can I get phased? Can't get phased by you people. <laughs> Only Madrid fans can talk to me, <laughs> and City's City's one fan can talk to me as well. City's <laughs> one fan. <laughs> okay, so let's dive in. Okay, so that's banter. Yeah. Let's talk about serious issues for sure. Outside the stadium, um, they were there was trouble outside the stadium. Um, I think UEFA, first of all, I'm going to just dive right in and say I think UEFA is a big disgrace. The fact that they're trying to blame all the trouble outside the stadium on fans when all the reports by all like verified investigative journalists, fans on of, of Madrid and Liverpool all said it was the policing that was the problem. I think that's an absolute disgrace from UEFA um, by like a bad organization. We've seen this before. This is not the first time. This has happened. We saw it in, I think, Liga Mexico. This happened just a couple of weeks ago in Mexico. We saw, we saw this at the Afghan Nations Cup, where human beings actually died. Mm. And I think it's an absolute disgrace because especially a lot of the Liverpool fans, you know, they've been through this. We all know about the Hillsborough disaster. Yeah. And um, it was it's it was very bad. And even I feel slightly bad because I put up a story right before the game because I just you know. Without actually doing research, I just believed that oh, it was because of the fan. I put up a story because I was trying to get into a place in Dallas to watch a game, and we're all blinding up. I said, oh, just like the fans outside. Like, I made a joke. But then when I, I heard the full thing yesterday, I felt bad. I was like, damn, I just made a joke about without knowing the situation. So for anybody who saw my story, I apologize. that I did not know the situation when I put the put up yeah, that Yeah, fair story. enough. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it's I think it's a terrible thing. I think there should be consequences because... A lot of people like, you know, I saw like tear gas, some came with their families, some of their first time had kids, like got punched up. 
some could even get in. Like they, they were fully, there was videos showing Liverpool fans actually telling like people who didn't have tickets who were climbing up this, trying to get into the stadium from the fences. I mean, some part of this happened in Euros. I remember one of the England games. So I think it's bad organization, and they should, in my personal opinion, they should take ownership. So I think that's an absolute disgrace for sure. Uh, Linga, you thoughts about it? Yeah, I mean, it made the whole thing very stressful. Um, I I know people who are getting pepper sprayed, and we were like, you know, we're trying to contact them. Like, are you guys okay? Um, I think it's such bullshit BS um, that UEFA is trying to blame the fans. And obviously, Liverpool fans, we have a lot of historical trauma about being told that things that happen are our fault. You know what I mean? Um, but you can look at, like, you can look at what Madrid fans are saying as well. Like, they put us into this weird little, like, alleyway thing with this massive bottleneck. And then people started pushing. They didn't have enough stewards. And right. some people were climbing the gate, I'm sure. But that's nothing to do with, like, their ineptitude and their planning. And then I don't know if you guys have heard about it after the game, but they also put us into the same, this weird sort of corridor thing as well, where people were literally attacked by gangs of pickpockets. No police to be seen, no stewards. Like people were genuinely terrified. Like the Hillsborough survivors who went to this game and had to go through this again. Yeah. I'm really like, I'm obviously I'm sad that the game didn't go well for us, but like, I'm so, so furious with UEFA. And the sign they put up being like, due to the late arrival of fans was a total lie. Yeah, it Thankfully, Carragher and all those people, like a lot of the pundits have at least stood up and been like, actually, this is not true. Here's what we're seeing and hearing. But for them to take not take responsibility at all and to put our fans and some Madrid fans, but there's a lot of Liverpool fans to put us in danger to just go see a football game it's it's terrible i'm beside myself honestly i'm really angry about it yeah i can i can imagine um josh yeah, yeah no I, I can't really say much about it just um i was kind of in the same boat io where you know when we heard the delays because i was actually traveling to toronto and obviously there's always traffic when you're going to the city and i was running late so i was kind of happy when i heard the game Got postponed by 15 minutes and it became half an hour. And obviously, typical banter. You're like, oh, it's probably the Liverpool fans, right. you know, blocking up the city in Paris. <laughs> and then <laughs> then you do hear the story after the game from the pundits, right? Talking about, uh, I forget his name from uh, ESPN was saying that he actually went out of the stadium to go check it out. And he mm -hmm. also had tear gas in his eyes as well, too. Which is sad because those are, um, you know, like you said, families and children. And I do understand it. Like when you're going to Paris, like France is a, what I like to call a police state. You know, it's very normal to see, you know, um, armed officers in like military gear, you know, like walking around with the dogs. That's very normal. And we understand that. But I think having that kind of presence at a, at a sporting event with family, you know, people are celebrating. Obviously, there's always go, there's always going to be loose cannons anywhere you go but i think it's very um it was just yeah it was it's very strange that that happened um but i'm hoping that they're talking about an investigation going on because yeah. it's not even about it was one thing to uh create such a situation but it's another thing to lie on it you know first of all it was they said that apparently that the fans showed up late liverpool fans showed up late to the stadium which apparently wasn't true not and then they all. said it was fake tickets there was a lot of fake tickets so it's who is telling the truth. And either way, there should be a better way to um, ensure that fans can safely get into a stadium and enjoy the event. So, yeah, that's my only take on it. Those are good points. And before I go to Otto, uh, Ola says, good point about the number of deaths that occurred at AFCON 
which didn't seem to get the amount of publicity which mm -hmm. should have. It's a show in Paris because it have gotten as bad. Yep, I agree. Yeah, uh, people start people start pushing from the back. We've all yeah. seen this happen, right? There, right. They, you can you can't get in. There are people holding their tickets. You can see the pictures, and they get pushed from the back, but they can't go anywhere. So like, like really, people could have died. Like I'm so grateful. It doesn't seem like there have been any deaths or some injuries, of course. But like, Allah's totally right. It really could have been as bad. Like this really could have been a tragedy, and it's entirely UEFA's fault. Right. We've seen these tragedies happen in the stadium so many times. Like Hillsborough, Hazel disaster. You know, that's why they took out exactly. walls and cages for most of the stadiums. That's why they took all those walls out. Because before the stadiums should have like all these big cages, and as long as they took all of those things out, like if there's any massive people could at least you know come to the field and prevent like you know crushing or like death by um, stampede. Mm -hmm. yeah. Any thoughts about the issues about uh, the stadium? I think it's a pretty disappointing. Pretty disappointed. Uh, it, I, I, I think uh, France is being tested by this because they, they're going to hold uh, the Olympics very that's soon. That's a good point. Mm. And uh, and and it was kind of a test, and they they they're not ready to hold an event. Uh, not at all. With this uh, massive uh, uh, impact, right? <clears throat> that there's so many point of views. Everyone has their own side. No one have a clear understanding. I'm the same way, like gay. Um, it, 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 I, I, I was I was late as well. I was doing some other stuff, and I was going to uh, friends uh, friend, friends of mine to, to watch the game, and and then I thought that I was already late, and I say, well, what is going on? So and I start reading. <laughs> Everyone had their own side. Hey, it's because of this, and because of this. They say because it's a ticket, and everything. My 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 confusion is why they blaming UEFA, why the European uh, um, uh, uh, like the head of, of of the competition. I don't understand why they want this to happen. I don't understand. Yeah, I they're, they're blaming them just for like like bad. It's they're organizing. They organized it. Yeah, yeah no, but 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 this this kind of thing can happen anytime. Uh, if they talking about the ticket. Uh, fake ticket that can happen in any competition. I think I think the blame is the security and the organizers, the part of the organization inside of the stadium. Oh, how, okay. so you're saying like start the France, start the France. Okay. How how you know how how many how many times you see counterfeit tickets for concert for these for for any kind of event? This thing kind of happen because and especially this side of the band. Let's be honest. Everywhere where Madrid is playing with whoever, it's gonna be extremely crowded. Yeah. There's fans yeah. everywhere not in this. Liverpool, not Liverpool. Liverpool have like I think Liverpool yeah. too. Yes, yeah. I have. and La Liga. Right? What a game! Sure. Yeah, Liverpool have. I have. We have a lot of friends over here that have uh, Liverpool fans as well. So mm -hmm. I totally understand. But uh, it is the amount of people they gather. They should be ready about it. Of they should be ready. They should be ready for it. For it. So. Um, my, my only point is disappointment. Uh, what is going to draw the investigation? The event has already happened. The investigation is going to happen for whatever event they have in the future. Simple mm -hmm. as that. Yeah. The, the kind of disappointment was, uh, why people probably is blaming them is because they have to hold the game. They have to push the time. And that is like taking their own blame. Okay. okay. It was our fault. So we pushed the time. I think they should keep going 
And I think that changed the momentum of the whole entire game. I agree. Both teams came back to re-warm up. Okay. And it changed the mentality. Yeah. You see the faces of every single player. They were disappointed. They were not happy like that when they were coming for the first time. I think that that is a very key factor. That's a good point. Very good point. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and, and for me, it's the same thing. It's just disappointment, but uh, it shouldn't happen. They should learn with this. I think it's more security wise than the actual uh, counterfeit of the ticket. Yeah. It's more, they, they have to be more prepared when they know they're not going to be temp like 1,000 people in the stadium. They're going to have a lot of people in the stadium. So, and uh, that's like, like you're saying, lots of games have counterfeit tickets. Lots of games have the one or two idiots who will like try and jump the fence or whatever. Yeah. But like, they really didn't have enough security and enough entry points. It happened. It happened before in one of the games, right? I think it was a uh, South American. What's the yeah. South American final? I think it's a uh, Liga Liga Mexico final. The Liga Mexico. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and uh, I I think it should should be more. They they should be more <clears throat> aware of of the amount of people they 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 will they will receive and uh, and 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 they have to they have to be able to control that mm -hmm. more police and more control security. Okay, let's take a last comment from that and move on to the game itself. I think the Paris authorities are more to blame than UEFA. I agree with Otto. The stadium authorities and security should have been better prepared. They were, they were too heavy on there because they got overwhelmed. Great point. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it is a good point because somebody uh, said that yesterday too that this incident has happened a lot in uh, League R games where with this mm. same issue with security. Okay. And so I think it's something that obviously UEFA still has to take blame because mm. they're the organizers of the event but yeah, at the totally. same time to uh france also like the french government has to also look into this because it's, it's going to become very serious right because we can't keep having i don't like i don't know what the process is and how long it takes um if there is a time difference between when fans get into the stadium and the kickoff but maybe they need to maybe they need to make that time longer you know maybe fans have to be in the stadium at least an hour before a kickoff right if you're there half an hour before kickoff sorry it's too late you know what i mean maybe they need to start doing those hard stops so that way we're not creating this because like you said it's one thing for the fans to be held in that situation but also for the players like you said it's a psychological thing it's a that's a massive game and any little disruption could even just an injury like you know a, a player pulls a muscle that can really impact the whole team, right? Because now that game plan that they had is kind of out the window. So there's just there's uh, there's so much riding on games like that that I feel like they need to do a better job. And, and you mentioned that, Jay. Uh, it seems like this happened very often on the league, on league games, uh, on this specific league. And uh, they they should they should know better. They should know better how to. Um, <clears throat> how to handle this situation because uh I, I think it was a uh, I think one game that I was uh watching one time in the in, in that specific uh league one I think it was Marseille Marcel uh game they, they, were throwing, uh -huh, they were throwing uh like object heavy yeah. object to the players and uh they have to stop the game yeah yeah so, I do think there's a bigger picture of like this, I mean, someone said, so someone says the English fans have to take some responsibilities. I very strongly disagree with that. But I yeah. also think that um, 
there's just a broader thing though. Like fans are invading pitches, like just a lot of chaotic stuff is happening with fans, but I don't, I don't think that's what this was. I'm sure there are lots of idiots there as well. But like, if you see, if you just look with your own eyes at where they put the Liverpool fans and how we're supposed to get, get in, you know, yeah. I, I, I agree with you, and just to end this so that we can move on for second time. Mm. I agree with you. Uh, for the second time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll move on. <laughs> Damn. Let's move on. Let's move on to the best part. Of it's so life. funny. The topics oh, here will have the most, uh, the most say, and it's happening the most say. So. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not done any cooking. I need to cook some people. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, thanks for the comment. But yeah, uh, Memorial Day barbecue. Correct. <laughs> I disagree with that. I think there's a myth and there's a stereotype and narrative back English fans because of what happened in the late 80s when English fans got banned from, I think it was the Hazel's disaster. I think that was the Hazel one that happened mm-hmm. when Juve, Juve and um, Liverpool played and all that. So I think that's it. There's a narrative behind that. You know, every fans have their hooligans, their ultras. I mean, we see it every time. Whereas Italian league, Spanish league, they have them. So they have no defense. So just poor organization, like everybody said. But thanks for the comments. Either way, thanks for the comments. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the main event. Real Madrid won Liverpool zero. It's brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> no, it is not. You might let Linga go. You might let Linga go. You want me to start? Okay. You might let Linga go. I said something. I said things. You know, Liverpool fans. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, <laughs> I'm not a big excuses person. Like, they beat us. Fair enough. I think we played well. I think Courtois had an unbelievable game. I mean, you know, it's a bummer. Like, three different finals, we haven't scored a goal. Like, it's hard to explain when, I again, I think we played well. Like, I would say I thought that we were consistently the better team. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, our defenders turned off for, like, a second, and we lost. It was, it was I'm, I'm really sad about it. But I'm still very proud of our team. Yeah, I know you are, and I, that's why I, I, I was like, always. You have to get you to come on because I asked a couple of Liverpool fans. I will not mention names. And we are, <laughs> <laughs> come on, a lot of people want to come on. So it's like I know a lot of people are sad. I get Look, that. If, if we had won nothing, I would have said I'm busy. Still <laughs> <laughs> well. had a good season, so I can come. <laughs> I would make names. So, but thank you for coming on. You know, thank, I, I like the fact that you came on. The thing I just wanted to talk about is just like, you know, the whole We lost like, fair and square. Like, I know a lot of fans were complaining about it was offside, it was this, it was that. No, you know what? They beat us. Sucks, but it happens. They did. They did. Quadruple, mm-hmm. you know. The one thing I'm, I want to quadruple. talk about <laughs> is the fact that quadruple, you know, the whole quadruple talk, best thing. The quadruple the was way more the rest of you than like <laughs> me as an individual. As you know, hey, I don't believe in anything. That's a little bit fun. They came on here. While I came on here, me? I was talking to about quadruple. Talk to them. Well, I was talking about quadruple. I remember that quadruple has come down to two trophies for me, right? The only blame or banter I can actually fully run, which you cannot raise points is against club. That's that's not that's not a good comparison. No, no, let's go to club. I have to talk about club. I have to, I have to talk about club, you know. And everybody that knows me know I'm a big club guy, people know that, you know. Being a United fan, it's kind of weird, but I remember defending club so much last season. I always go back to this against yeah. Liverpool fans saying. When people were like, oh, clubs should change the system. The high line is too high. I was still like, no, football doesn't work like that. Mm. All these best coaches have one way they play and they stick to it. They can tweak a little thing. They cannot, they cannot start all of a sudden playing camp. Mm-hmm. That's not how he recruited and sets up his team. He will figure it out, you know? So that, let me put that aside. But Klopp was such a crybaby in the press conference. Come on now. 
He doesn't I, I, I don't think it's that. as bad as I don't think it's as bad if you want as if you but watch that's the club, whole that's, thing. That's classic club though. But if I, you watch the whole thing, I don't think it's as bad. But he number of subs, <laughs> then he doesn't use the subs. Okay, he, but he like, complains about number of games, but doesn't rotate his team. Listen, the grass was weird that one time, <laughs> and the wind was too strong for us. So leave us alone. This one was a cry baby talking about. Oh, we had the most chance. Yeah, you gotta. Rimar did not want to like you know attack. They didn't attack. Like come on, club. A yeah, team we were beating fair and square. Whatever final to whatever we get to win the game, team set up. So that I, was, I have a little comment about that. I heard about the rotation. <clears throat> well, club knew. Uh, I think what didn't help, in my opinion, because uh, I believe Liverpool is an excellent, excellent football team because they played awesome and they show it in the whole entire season. Let's be honest. But I think the way the Premier League and the, the English League, both both competition schedule, got the final uh, 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 kind of fail on them because uh, too many games. Too many games and, and they were worn out. I, I can see it. Yeah. They're not going to show it, of course. They're, mm -hmm. they're competitors. They're professional, but I I seen I seen that 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 that's the way I think uh, uh, the Madrid uh, head coach Angelotti figured it out. If we let this guy keep running on the first on the first half, let them run, and they're gonna slow down. And you saw it at the end of the yeah. first half because he knew that team was running more during the season than than our team. Yeah. Our team stopped long time ago, and Angelotti started rotating the team. We we won like a month before the end of the league, so he was able. He had the flexibility to move and rotate. He had the flexibility of rotation that club didn't have because of the schedule and the kind of game he needed his people, and that's why he had so many uh, injuries, and that's exactly. The final ticket. When you have so many games, it's impossible. And uh, um, later on, I'm going to talk about one of the main, the main key guys. Go ahead. Uh, why Madrid? Ma you want me to say it right now? Pintus. Pintus. The physical prepare uh, prepare head. head. Okay. Physical guy, no head guy. Physical he, he's a man. He knows. He knows how to put those guys back on track. And no one talks about him. No one talks mm. about him. And he's one of the key fact that the Madrid players perform the way they perform. You, you saw two weeks before, like two and a half weeks uh, prior this uh, final. Alaba, I think uh, Mendy was also injured. Many guys injured. And I don't know how they did it. Honestly, I, I did it. I don't know how he did it. But the physical preparation is a key factor because of these, the amount of games this guy have, but also they also have a big break that allowed them to have a, a, a blend and a better final ending. Okay. Um, one thing before we go to, maybe I'll talk to you, I'll ask just a question. Before before we go there, let me ask you, Linda, did you agree with Klopp removing Diaz in the final? Who, um, me? No, no, no. Wait, agree with him doing what? Removing Diaz. Taking Diaz off? 
I didn't, I didn't agree with that song. Really, did it? I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know this. Mane person. looked more tired. Mane looked tired from the 25th yeah. minute. He I think Mane like was kids. still, I think Mane was still yes. like playing. But Mane yeah, and Salah, too. especially, like, come man, the number <laughs> of games they played this season. <laughs> like, I don't think we should have taken off Diaz. I think the sub that made a lot of sense to me, though, was Firmino coming on. Like, when Bobby came on, I felt we suddenly had so much more. And I was, I was really like, okay. This is it. We can do this. Like, he's creating the space. He's doing all this stuff. I think Diaz should have stayed because I think that, I don't know, he's just been so outstanding and he's so hungry for it. And I know everyone is, but, like, it manifests in Diaz. Didn't agree with it, but, you know, never know. Yeah, I thought Salah should have come off. That, that's mm -hmm. what I thought. Because I feel like... Uh, you thought Salah should have come off? Yeah, I thought so. I thought... I think so, too, but we'll never take him off. Salah... Salah did a great game. No, he was your most threatening player. I yes. Think, I think uh, Mane should have... He, yeah, how many times he kicked? Yeah, like how I think Mane should have, under, Mane should have come goal. off. Goal. Yeah. Ross says three already literally made goals. But the point yes. blank, like which save, when you think about the save, right? I think the best save, right, has to be Mane's one, right? Mane's no, but that's just an opportunity standpoint, like a situation standpoint. But in terms right. of the outlet for Liverpool mm -hmm. throughout the course of the game. Yeah, in the second half, Liverpool kind of tapered off a bit. Yeah. yeah. Salah was the guy that was making things happen. You know, when he's passing in the box, his, his shots in the box, Couture had a, an amazing game. To me, I would have taken Mane off because Jota, that's another thing too, when Jota came in, you noticed that Real Madrid had, that defend, defenders had a more difficult time because Jota floats around. He's the mm. he's one of those guys that you'd hate to defend against because he doesn't stop moving. He's floating around. Same with Salah. And I think if you had Diaz on the wing to keep trying to pry uh, Cavajal, I think maybe we might have seen something different. Okay. Yeah, Angelotti yeah. saw that. Angelotti saw that strength that the the Liverpool had on uh, Diaz, so he covered Diaz and he put the right person to cover him. And he couldn't function. It's not that he was not good. It just uh, uh, they didn't allow him to do it. But you see the amount of change Diego Jota created when he when he got in. It just it's just amazing. Thank God that guy didn't come earlier. <laughs> at the end, thank God, because he he did change the whole game at the. Uh, I think it was a uh, minute seventy five, right? Or seventy? Yeah. He came in. Yeah. Then, yeah. It did. Uh, Bola says, I definitely have come to the podcast if asked. I ain't hiding from anything. I didn't say you were hiding. <laughs> I just said, you said quadruple. I remember, Bola, you were talking about quadruple. I'm just calling you out. <laughs> Why was the surprise that Klopp is a bad loser? Yeah, yeah, that's true. We know it's bad. I guess all great managers are. Who was yeah, the manager? Man. I guess I think it was Courtois. So I think, okay, now banter side, right? We've done the banter part. I don't, I didn't want to do too much banter. It's linger. It's because if there was any other person, I would have cooked more. But I just, I'll be kind. I'll be kind today. <laughs> but, Dude, but say I, what you want. This is bringing you guys joy for your season. Like, please, be happy. Be happy, man. <laughs> what joy is it bringing us? Um, Banta aside, though, I know, yeah, we give we we'll give Madrid of credit, right? We do. We have to give them all credit. They've done well. But if your keeper is your, if your keeper is your man of the match, right? Bardo. Couture was the man of the match for this Champions League final. Yeah. Dude. Dude, uh, let, let, let's be okay. Let's be honest. I, I have a question. I'm asking that question. I like on this. Listen to this. Not credit. It is. It is. It is the goalkeeper part of the eleven. It is absolutely okay. 
It is football part of like goalkeeper's action? No, yes, it is. Right. So why a goalkeeper cannot be the man of the match? But does that do not tell you that there's a huge element of luck in this? Dude, he saved goals already made. Salah was was magnificent in the whole entire game. Correct. You have, you have proven my point, right? You have proven my point. Right? You know how they call it? How they call it in Spain? San Courtois. San Courtois. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's I funny. Point to prove. Yeah. And I agree. And I agree. I know everybody's shocked because in in, in Champions League final, never been uh, the man of the player, a goalkeeper. Uh, what is the problem? No, and to be fair, like to be fair, like I even said it in the podcast I just had. Your defense, like Real Madrid's defense, won that game. Like without your defense, like your entire backline was solid. Obviously, Couture made the match but with Courtois his saves. Part of the defense. But Cavall on that right wing, you know, Mendy, Mendy was also really good too, right? Like every time he kept giving Salah that. Because um, I was even hearing from the Real Madrid players, they were I mean, fans were talking about how. You know, Mendy and Couture have that understanding that as long as Mendy can cover the left side, it makes it easier for Couture. And you could see that in Mendy's defending. And then you have Alaba, who's just experienced from Munich, you know, Champions League. And then you've got, uh, what's his name, Militao, who honestly, I didn't think he was as good as he's been since uh, Ramos left. So, yeah, like I think your backline definitely helped and then your midfield just took charge of like you know what Cruz is like I'm not here to play fancy football I'm just gonna play my part and defend I'm gonna be annoying <laughs> and I <laughs> and agree with you Jay. Okay. <laughs> I've been following Madrid in both competitions okay yeah in the Liga and in the Spain League in both uh competition in the Copa and La Liga and also in champion and I keep seeing the same thing Rotation or no rotation. I keep seeing the same guy that you just mentioned. But there's one Courtois that is part of the defense as well that reacts when those guys fail or when they make mistakes. Okay, can you explain to me why having those awesome guys that have been performing so well, I mean, uh, those wins, they cover the wingers, on like, I mean, the both different right and left. They, they cover those wingers, not allowing them to make Serious good passes, but what do you what you can tell me about why they allow Salah and other players to kick straight to the goal area? I mean, uh, I mean to the to the goalkeeper area uh, to make a goal to try to make a goal. Okay, that is exactly what I'm talking about. A a defensive player is gonna have a a mistake. Yep. Defensive player is gonna have a failure one or two times. Through the whole entire game because they're not machine, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. there is where the the the, the goalkeeper come in place. Correct. So let me let me explain my point. They miss. Let me explain my point. Before I explain my point, let me take comments. <laughs> A guy comment says, "Linga, how does that body double stack mutates?" This man wanted to stay dinner. Club was like this, right? Now. This right at <laughs> So many different metaphors at once. <laughs> <laughs> how many things about this? It's all right, man. It's all right. You guys can call it the Mickey Mouse double all you want. Very happy to get two cups. I don't know how many Liverpool fans boosted. Oh, yeah, Bola did. Madrid won the Champions I know. Whatever yeah, deal they made with the devil to like always win the Champions League. Like, <laughs> like whatever that was. Like. It really is. <laughs> it's not that. 
They said it. It's not about playing beautiful. It's about winning games. That's true. That's it. my GG. I'm fucking my. And this is the main point, Linger. And we said it in Spain over and over and over. Madrid don't play finals. They win finals. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. The only point I wanted to make is this, right? Because I like balanced conversations. I do. Because I feel like, I always say this every time, footballers, sorry, football fans, we are prisoners of the moment. We always are prisoners of the moment. And in my opinion, yes, Madrid deserve to win it. They managed the game better. They scored the goal. The most important thing to do in the match, you score a goal and they did not concede. As basic as that sounds, that's what they did. So they deserve it, right? But I feel there's a lot of revisionism that happens a lot after games like this. Defensive masterclass. That was not the defensive masterclass. Let's be honest. <laughs> it have made like two or three point blank saves. The defensive masterclass is when your keeper is not making point blank saves. Like what Chelsea did. Chelsea nasty last year. That was a that Champions League final was a defensive masterclass. Like we didn't see what's his name. What's his name again? Mendy. Mendy they have to make point blank saves. Cotua mm. made one, I think two point blank saves against Salah, one against Mane. That's not a defensive masterclass. No, come on. You can't say that. Did you That's see Mane could not go past Carvajal? He could not go past Carvajal. No, but, but he was just... Mandy just had Trent in his pocket. No, no, no. Josh, let's be honest. You remember the save that... Come on, bad? no. Do you remember that save when he pushed to the bar? I mean, I'm, not, I'm not crazy here. No, Kutuan made, made, made saves, but right, the course of the game... Saves. Real Madrid's defense frustrated Liverpool's attack as well. And I agree. You can't say that. No, no, no. Yeah, like 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 Otto said, there's times where the defense made a mistake. Okay. (laughs) You know, actually, if you look at the expected goals, right? The stats that backs it, right? Liverpool's expected goal was like 2.1 something. Madrid was 0.91. That's like more than three times the expected goals. (laughs) So I'm not just bringing that on my ass. I mean, apart from what I saw in my eyes, the stats back in that Liverpool created way more chances. All I'm saying is, Courtois, if you say Courtois had a defensive or had a masterclass, yes, we can say that. I don't think that was a defensive masterclass. That's just my point. Any other day, Mane's chance goes in. Salah's save goes in. That one that he saved one-on-one, like, I think he touched Courtois's right hand that went up. Any yeah. other Salah buries that. I'm not, I'm not talking about this anymore. How, how like, about how about that? But that's what we're making more man than that. But I think as a, as a defensive Remember that corner unit, kick? Remember that corner kick with Konate? Mm-hmm. Like, miss it right in front of the goal. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was a defensive masterclass. I think a lot of people are calling defensive. It wasn't a defensive masterclass. It wasn't. Let's be serious here. It was not a defensive masterclass. That game we saw on Saturday was not. You can credit Madrid and say Madrid did excellent. They managed situations. They scored the goal. Masterclass. That's just my opinion. Just yeah, my, my opinion is the same. Like you're yeah, only defense masterclass. I mean, you're, you're I keeper, you know, you know when was well. Madrid final? I don't. <laughs> when was Madrid final? In Manchester mm-hmm. with Manchester City. That was the final of Madrid. Oh, okay, okay. The one, the, the semi final. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> that was literally the game. I never imagined that it was gonna be ended in ninety minutes. Honestly, I didn't know that. And uh, for for a final on the Champions League not to go over ninety minutes with that <laughs> uh, that vibration and that uh, uh, it, it's, it's it's I don't remember. So that's why I think Madrid was able to manage the time the way they wanted it and the way they needed it. They 
for me, it was not an intense game. Yeah. Honestly, it wasn't. It wasn't. That's the one thing I would say. I was kind of surprised by Liverpool. Like, second half, you guys needed to go. Liverpool normally, like, it's intense, depressed. Because they were tired. Almost easier, right? Mm. Like yes. First, first but that's what I said to before the game, right? I said to um, – because, the, like, the uh, Real Madrid fans, like, my brother is a Real Madrid fan and his friends, and they were so nervous about Liverpool. And I said, guys, like, you just beat City. I said, Liverpool is, you know, hit, hit, hit hard. If, but I said, just because I've seen, I've watched Real Madrid the entire tournament. That's what they do. They sit back. They, they just know when to press and when not to press. Mm. And what they do is they frustrate teams. And I knew mm. Liverpool was going to get, if Liverpool didn't get a goal in the second half, I mean, the first half, I knew, I said it, Real Madrid's going to win this game because it, Liverpool players are going to strike and are frustrated. They don't have the experience in a sense of like, the his, Liverpool doesn't have the same history as Real Madrid. And these players, these were the same core players that won three Champions Leagues back-to-back. So they have that experience. And I knew that the moment that changed, um, you could start to see Liverpool players start getting frustrated. And then that's when the team started playing defensively well in the sense of you had Casemiro doing his thing, just being a nuisance. Cruz stopped playing the fancy balls. He just said, I'm going to get in the front of the – I'm going to do whatever it takes to stop this game. So whether it's players – you know, even Cavajal, every time Diaz tried to, you know, break through and run, he created a smart foul. That's what I mean by, yeah, they were not Van Dyke-esque, you know, like amazing defensively, but they just played a very good defensive managed game. game. I think what you're saying, you can say they managed the important phases of the game. And yeah, like, which, is, yeah which is... has to be yeah. just three guys in the midfield, right? Like I always say, and I've been saying almost all season, I feel like Modric should like create a school of midfield. Like how to play, this is how to play central midfield like that guy is he's amazing Modric is a, I mean <laughs> for the he's general. like 110 like, I was watching, like, man these old ass people running around and watching Tony Cruz since I was like five years old I hated it <laughs> I, it's full of midfield of Modric like I, I I would hope Modric becomes a coach in the future and I, I honestly would hope because when I, I, yeah, watch, I think he could I watch him play midfield he's one of those midfielders when I watch him I'm like does this guy need to be coached? Then there are some players you watch. You're like, this guy doesn't need to be coached. Like, yeah. like he knows where the problem is. Like, okay, let me just go here. Like, the I, level I of understanding is humongous. It is. What a smart Chelsea against Man City. Like, oh, you know what? I'm going to. They're trying to see. He drop into DM. Let me play in DM now. Control the game. Oh, this is not working. He goes and play ten. He creates. He just does these things where it's like you know that this guy he's so cerebral with the game. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that I person agree that. Is, I'll give some praise. From Real Madrid, I think was the best outfit player was Valverde. My goodness, that guy. <laughs> he was definitely an outlet. He was incredible, like back and forth. He was like the he was almost playing. So when they were defending, he was talking and he would be four four two. He was helping Cavajal. When he was attacking, it becomes forty two. You see him as a winger. I'm like, this guy doesn't get tired. He was going back and he created the assist, which was a beautiful assist. The pass to Vinicius. He does that all the time. He does that all the time. He's incredible. He was especially he incredible in this game. In my opinion, I think he was man of the match. Outfield player. Outfield and player. that brings that bring me to the point that uh, the heart of the of the team is the media. <laughs> when the media is not performing or you block the media, the middle part of your team, you're done. Yep. And, uh, and, and, and then we realized, it was, uh, I think, Fabinho and Thiago, they were kind of, they were not 100%. Let's be honest. No. They were not 100%. 
That's true. And pretty much Henderson was uh was fighting on his side, but the other side and, and Madrid saw the, the key right there. And they they took care of those guys when the heart of the team is blocked, the rest of the team do, does not function. That's why we see even defense pushing forward from uh, from Liverpool on our side yeah. and pretty much on time. And what they didn't realize or probably did forget about it, even Klopp said it, what Madrid have, the strength is, is counterattack. And that's the way they made the goal. Yeah. The counterattack of Madrid is lethal. It is. Every time you see them running fast, that it, it's just criminal. And I, I think that was that was the part. And 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 Madrid knew that when they scored the goal, you saw the faces of the Liverpool guys, right? They were like, man, they got us. Yeah. And they got worried and they got desperate and they got pushing. So and they thought that Madrid is gonna come back and re-attack. And I say, uh uh, we run. <laughs> Amazing to see the big, how many guys we see coming in. I think it was uh, only uh, Camavinga, which is, in my opinion, amazing player. Yeah, what yeah. a class. Player. I think what that's why Cruz changed his game because the first 20 minutes of the game, I was like, take this guy off. Cruz was not, he was not, yeah, existent. he was not, but I think he realized because the last two, um, ties right with uh chelsea and city he realized that camavinga was going to come on sooner yeah. than later and, and, and they so. didn't they didn't substitute him uh because his legacy his legacy i mean five five champions that's true right. uh let's take quick comments Lingus, uh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but for real though like waking up the next morning so hungover all this other stuff happening seeing that mine is gonna leave crushing it was crushing is that official though like or is no this like, it's not like... it's not official yeah it feels like it might as well be but we have it's not confirmed at all um uh, i'm not gonna follow him but i do need to start watching that league i suppose <laughs> how about is madrid uh making an offer if he comes to so you will... don't want him to go to madrid would you, would you no, change would you no. change uh jersey well, I guess over on back. Book it says what all that teams don't understand is that you don't go into the UEFA Champions League to play well. Do what you can to win or lose, uh, or lose in the case of Liverpool. Uh, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I agree. Madrid did not produce a defensive masterclass, not at all. Uh, let's 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 move on a little bit. Let's still on the same concept. Uh, staying with um, Ancelotti. Let's go to Ancelotti. Let's talk about him. Let me start with. Um, where do you think he ranks? If you have to do like a ranking right now, top manager, I think he is. What number do you put Ancelotti? I feel like I have to keep reminding myself. I don't know why he goes under my radar so much. Maybe it's because maybe it's the Everton thing. Maybe it's because I don't pay attention to Real Madrid when they're not in the Champions League. He's obviously so good, but I really don't think about it much. Yeah. Like, where does he rank? He fell under the radar for a while. That's why after that 20 yeah. Champions League that he won. I mean, he's got to be he's got to be in the current like top five or top three or whatever just for sheer winning trophies. Why not? Like you mean like of all time or is it like of all time? In recent, oh, like in recent. Why so not? I mean like of all time. I think recently all of all time. time I don't know. But why not number one? Well, all time is hard. Yeah, I was gonna say right. that's a hard. Right. All time that's is a, hard. That's an episode on its own. But just right <laughs> yeah, <now>. exactly. <laughs> but why not number one? So wait, before, before we go to your auto, before you go to before we go to your before I go to you, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Linger, okay. what do you put in? What number do you put in? You said top three, top three. 
give me a rank. Just give me it. Doesn't, doesn't matter. It's for fun. There's no nobody's going to come back and say linger. So what he did? So what he did? You asking me? So no. What he did? Linger, linger. I'm asking. Oh, linger. Go I don't know. I think that like. I think for this season he has to be number one, and then for like the last few years, I guess second or third, like up there with Pep and sometimes Klopp. Um, for this season, number one, obviously, but yeah, he's top three the last few years for sure. Okay, Josh. Oh, that's a tough one too because, mm-hmm. like, he's because he's kind of been in the radar, gone on the radar, but obviously right. you can't not talk about Ancelotti and talk about his overall career right or champions but if, yeah but if it's recent like in recent i will probably put him just as biased because of this finals and la liga what he did with you know because you think you when you think about real madrid of last season and real madrid of the season Correct. you know most people would have not like i would never have thought that they would have gone to the finals in a sense but mm-hmm. um i would say i would say number three just because as much as Ancelotti, like he did what he did this season, yeah. if I was still looking for a coach as a you know as a Manchester United fan, if I wanted a coach to come in and change something, I'm still going for Pep or Klopp, you know, because of what they can build with a team, how they invest in teams. Ancelotti's he's at that stage of his career where he's a great coach, but it's still I feel like he can get beat on any given day. So. Where he made teams, right? He likes, like, he likes team of experienced, right? That's what you're. Yeah. Saying. Like experienced players who know what they're doing. He's, he works very well with that. Okay. Otto, talk about your coach. Where do you rank him currently? I mean, he's deserved to be on one right now. I mean, the only um, head coach winning four Champions League, the only one, and the only head coach winning in the five top European championships, the only one. And something that he have that uh, just the people that follow them and 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 they also Madrid, the way he managed the team, man management. Uh, he create that also an environment of, of 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 family family environment. Even though players that does not play enough respect them because he talked to them and he 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 know how to manage. The, the egos, and I'm glad that Madrid didn't have that ego man like back on those days Ronaldo used to be. It was all about him. Mm-hmm. This is about a team effort. Sure. And uh, that's what I like to be. I, I like about him how how Benzema keep his feet on his on the ground. Uh, Marcelo as well. With the legacy and the power those guys have. Even, I mean, nine players winning five championships, European championship. I mean, how are you going to manage a team with that? Uh, uh, with that many uh, trophies and glories and medals. <laughs> and, uh, and that's why uh, I think he deserved it. He deserved it because he worked hard. And believe me, he came with a lot of people doubting about it, including myself. I right. told you at the beginning before, I did not. Trust him because the way he left when he left. Mm. And I didn't know he was going to come back and change completely the atmosphere yeah. of the whole entire team. And and uh, I think he deserved it. Okay. Fair point. Let's take a comment. Then I'll, I'll go into my... People are already calling me out, of course. Say, I, <laughs> uh, you guys know Don Carlo. And of course, I'll get into that now on why people are saying that. Don Carlo is number one above club for now, at least. Uh, for now, for sure. 
Ancelotti's ranking sentences in the last five years on a scale of one to five. His <laughs> ever era must count. I don't know who that is. I suspect that's Bola. Don Carlo is not a construction worker. He's a project manager. If you're mm. team, yeah, exactly. He specializes in things that a foundational structure. That's a great point by. Mm -hmm. great point. I like that. I, I criticized him a lot for sure. I'm going to say that I did. Mm. I was calling. I, put, I said I was going to put him on fraud watch during this time at Everton. I did because they came like 12 with all the money they spent. But sometimes you always have to look at you know your views in hindsight. In hindsight, you see that Everton team almost got relegated. Everton are really shit, to be fair. They like he's not God. Like what, what could he do? They almost got relegated with Benitez. Um, the other Lampard crap. Well, at least Benitez was there for most of it. And they were terrible. So in hindsight, maybe the work in Everton was slightly underrated. I don't think it was great, but it was underrated. Finishing 12th. You know, maybe maybe the, that team wasn't as good as we thought. So going now piggybacking on um Jola's point, but I'll say it in a different way. Ancelotti is the guy where you have established world-class winners who already know how to do the simple things. He's very good at coming in, especially in cup competitions, and just creating like simple tactics and instructions to get teams over the line. He's done this so many times. He did it like in AC Milan. He's done it twice now in Real Madrid, right? So two AC Milan, two Real Madrid, where he just understands how to simplify things. And like I also said, I think he has a nickname. They call him the player whisperer. You know, he got that nickname when he was at Chelsea. The Lampard, uh, Balak, they loved him. They said because he's a, like, he knows how to just tell players, oh, what do you think? Like, okay, let's, let's try this. And people buy him very quickly into his approach, his demeanor. So I give him a lot of credit, absolutely. And of course, he shot my mouth because I was thinking, nah, this guy is not that good. I kept doubting him up until he got to the final. I was like, oh, okay, let me keep quiet. So in my own ranking, <laughs> I, I, I think I'll put him at number three now. I will, just because he won the double, right? And that's hard. He won La Liga and Champions League against, and look at the run of that Champions League. Is this Champions League, run? Is this Champions League run that makes me push him? And Chelsea was not my top five before, I'll be serious. He wasn't. Mm. But that Champions League run of going through PSG, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, beating the two best teams, in my opinion, that have been in the last two seasons, maybe, mm. Bayern, he went through them and knocked all of them out. I mean, that's that's incredible. That run is an incredible run. Unbelievable. You know, it is. So you have to always, no matter how people always try to say, oh, knockout competitions, you know, it's not as great as league titles. It, it's incredible. Then, But he won the league also, regardless of you know, Barcelona being Barcelona and Simone, in my opinion, he has reached his peak with Atletico. Right? Regardless of that, Ancelotti only has to beat the teams in front of him. It's not his, it's not his problem that Barcelona are not, you know, have a crisis. Mm -hmm. That's not his and, problem. And, and even, even to, sorry, just to add that, I want to say this. And even with that, with Barcelona, Barcelona struggling, Atletico struggling, Villarreal still, like these teams, and this is the thing I wanted to say too, I know I've had this argument with a lot of people before. Oh, EPL versus La Liga. And it's like, it's two different games. Yeah. You know, I like to compare EPL to the blockbuster movie, Avengers. You know, they're exciting. We love them. You know, they make millions of dollars and everyone's all excited to see the new Avengers, Spider-Man. La Liga is going to a classical Broadway show. Not saying they're not quality. They're both quality. It's just different way of looking at football. Style. And this is what I try to tell EPL fans. I'm an EPL fan. I love Manchester United. 
but you've got to watch the game. It's not all about just power pace, just trying to just get as many goals as you can in the shortest period of time. You've got to play the game. And I think that's what La Liga teams do. And this is why Real Madrid has beat the top three teams in England. The top three teams that we talk about, all City, all Chelsea, all this. Let me give you a, a stat, you know, right? And, and, sorry, yeah. and the last one, too, Villarreal. What is, what is Villarreal's position? Look how they smacked Manchester United. You know, look at all these teams that are in the middle of the La Liga table are smacking English teams in the Europa League and in the Champions League. So this is what I try to say. You know, La Liga is just it's just a different kind of game. It's a different kind of game. Right. There's, right. a stat, there's a stat out there that I posted, right, um, on the group. I know some people saw it. 17, 17 times Spanish teams have got to the final, European finals. 17 times Spanish teams have won 17 of those finals. I saw that. And I was like, that can't be true. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so true. <laughs> no, it's wild. It's wild. Spanish teams going to get to the final and play against other eight teams. They win 17 mm. times, you know. 17 final, 17 wins. That's incredible. You know, I, I think, you know, the research is a good thing. Of course, I think the e EPL is the most difficult league in the sense that teams have to face different teams with different tactical variety. But I think a lot of times English Premier League fans sleep on the fact that middle table teams and the teams at the top of the table have so much high quality technical players like Madrid, like who have like that championship DNA mm -hmm. and just know how to win when it when it comes down to it. You know, of course they don't win every year, but they've been dominant. They've won five out of the last nine champions league. Five out of nine. That's incredible. So and yeah, Spanish football is different because if you if you watch all the teams, like most of the teams in La Liga, they yeah. have a style of play. It's not just about like yeah, because the, they focus more on the technical aspect of it, right? It's not just like you said, just about your physical ability and yeah, you might have some tricks in the but EPO has changed a bit too, because we're getting a lot more foreign players from those leagues coming in. And that's why we've seen that like a huge and obviously the, the likes of Pep and Club coming into the league as well. It's changing the dynamics, but yeah. Benzema, let's move on to Benzema. Let's move, let's move on quickly for the Uncle last Benz. One. We have like how many minutes left here? No Benzema, Wenger. You think you think it's a shoe in for Ballon d'Or? At this point, it's just obvious. Like, I still had my hope. I feel like if we had won the Premier League or the Champions League, I think there'd really be a strong case for Mane because of what he's done international. Like, really, I really think there would be. But like, so, but it, but now it's obviously Benzema. Like, I can't think of an even like legit competition because Mo had an amazing season, but wasn't as good in the second half and nationally didn't do stuff. And like, obviously, you have like. Lewandowski, who's amazing as usual, but like Benzema has been like unreal, unplayable, like easily, easily should just get it. Okay. But Mane should come second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you forget, one thing you forget, and just for everybody when you think about this um, suggestion or who you think is, this is a walk up here, and they're going to like, they're extending the voting until after walk up. So just mm. think about that. True. So, this True. is a walk up here. Uh, Aldo, you think about the Benzema should get it? Same way I explained uh, with Angelotti, uh, uh, the work we have done this year, uh, quietly, very humble, and showing leadership not with words, with action. Talking to the youngest uh, the team uh, members of the of the team, the team player, uh, and and 
and just him, just being him, enjoying. And when they uh, interview uh, the Chiringuito, um, Pedro interview him. And one of the things he emphasized a lot, I just enjoy the game. One, one key, the key that this guy have, this is specific past year and this current year, the passion he have for the game, but the passion he have for his team. Sure. And they ask, and he asked him real quick, like, uh, is some other team come back with an offer, with a double offer of what you got? Automatically, he shot him down. So he said, no, 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 Madrid. My love for Madrid and his leadership makes the player he is right now. And in my opinion, he deserves for for that specific stuff that I'm talking about. Just he deserves it. He deserves it. He's been waiting. But according to him, he said that he haven't been waiting for He's been waiting for his moment. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's about a competition here, right? Uh, and he knows this is his moment. Uh, and and we have to give it to him. Uh, he deserves it. He he's been working hard for it. And uh, I'm waiting for Messi to win it though, just to see what the reactions will and, be. And not just making goals. It just assists. He's not again. <laughs> hey, I just I, that, I, that train, I wouldn't, I wouldn't station, be surprised. That train, <laughs> that Messi, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did say it. Made, made a comment that, on an interview on uh, uh, Argentina. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it much about it. Mm-hmm. He said he deserved it. Imagine the best player. For doing what? The best player on the planet. To say that, I mean, that guy deserves it because he played against him many years. Yeah, He knows what he has been working on. So I I think he deserves it, Ayo. I like his videos. I'll say that straight away. I don't know the videos. His videos are so drippy. You like see him. Oh, yeah, on the racetracks. Haircuts. You see like. Yeah, just have food on the table. It's like almost like a movie star. <laughs> not that era money. Like, like, I like yeah. that. I'm rich. You be on the boat, it's like I'm rich, guys. I don't care, <laughs> I don't care about all you peasants. I'm rich. Yeah, his videos are I, I laugh when I see I like him. You see with his, you know, almost like Drake, like he really is like a movie star. Like he is. To walk out like what? I think yesterday I went in that suit and the sunglasses, and I'm yeah, just like damn man, it's part of the media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the social media creates right. this image. Of course, of course, yeah. of course. Owning it. He's owning the drift. Yes. He it, should man. be, man. You better live it and, out. And you saw the difference between him, Marcelo, and Luca Modric. They both <laughs> wearing his own they, their sunglasses, and Luca Modric looked at them and they looked at him. And like, oh, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I think you agree to as you agree, Benzema. No, yeah, I definitely do agree. And you know, um, I'll say this because. I was living in France at the time when Benzema first came out at Lyon. It was kind of like when Drogba came out, you know, Marseille, when he yeah. got bought by Marseille. There's certain players that you just watch for the first time. I just, this is a talent. Mm-hmm. And over his years, you know, to spend how many seasons at Real Madrid, that's not a joke. That's a team that you, it doesn't matter how, you know, Ronaldo got booed at Madrid, you know. So these are that's a team that you know over no matter how good you are it's it, it takes more than just being good on the field yeah. to stay that long and mm-hmm. over the time of the BBC you could see what Benzema was giving to that team yes obviously the just like you know um it's like in football the quarterback always gets all the praise even though the running back did mo- a lot of the work it's right. just like in in soccer as well football 
uh, European football is the same thing. The goal scorer gets a lot of the praise. But Benzema has been, he has been a staple on that team for such a long time. And I'm happy to see that now that all those other, you know, social media gurus that were playing with him have all left the club and he's now showing that I'm the guy. So I don't know. Lewandowski, I think his time during COVID uh, 2020, yeah, you could have given it to him. But I think that that time is gone now. I don't want to hear any Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi talking about Ballon d'Ors anymore. I think we're mm-hmm. done with it. I can get even some of the, the Ballon d'Ors that they won. I still got a question mark on that. But for me, I think now we need to look at someone new. And I think Benzema is the guy to win right. it. Because like you said, he's got he's proved it on the biggest stage in front of the biggest teams. Yeah, You know, he's done that. And I think, oh, sorry, one last thing I was going to say, and I think part of the problem too, uh, because, you know, football is a very political game. And I think one of the things that has really tainted uh, Benzema's career, which um, is the whole saga with the French national team. Yeah. Uh, it's very unfortunate what happened and the way the French um, FF, um, FFP, the way they took it and ran with it and the Shams, the way they, they, you know, somebody who was proven innocent and they still treated him like he was guilty. You know, but that's French politics, you know, in terms of how um, the social construct in France and how that really plays a huge part in football. But I think overall, I hope that that's in the past now and you can only give it to one person and that's Uncle Ben's. Okay, let me say mine very quickly and wrap up. I don't agree with that, unfortunately, actually. I have a different opinion about Benzema and that issue, but that's a different topic for a podcast, different point. That was not unfortunate, but we'll get to that some other time. I think the only other person that could challenge, I agree, Benzema is a shoe-in. The other person that could probably challenge him is Mbappe, especially mm-hmm. if Mbappe has like a blinding World Cup, right? Mbappe scores like 10, 12 goals in the World Cup, France wins it. But the, the thing is, when I think about that, is Benzema is going to be there. Yeah. Right, exactly. At least score five or six, get a six. Right. Last exactly. Euros. <laughs> ben, exactly, Mbappe yeah, lost right. us the last Euros, if you guys forgot. Against yeah, yeah, yeah. that entire tournament, he was garbage. Yeah, so, so that's why like, I look at if France does well, and even, even if Mbappe is the star, Benzema is going to have a hand in it, for sure. So, yeah, I think it's a shoe-in at this point. Yeah. I think it's a shoe-in. We'll no see, what I agree. Final topic. Let's end this. We have five minutes left. Oh, no, not this one. Final topic is who had a better season? This conversation, I brought this up because I've seen the social media and I had a very, very, like, intense conversation in a group chat that I am in. Manchester mm. had a group chat. And I started thinking, like, oh, okay, am I? And I had with a friend also who's a Chelsea fan, that I can say. And I was the one who had a different opinion. I said, okay, let's have this conversation. Because for me, I started like, so let's start with Linger, who's a Liverpool fan, who has, like, I guess, who has had a better season? Man City and Pep or Liverpool and Club? I don't think I can see it being a long conversation. I'm going to say City because winning the Premier League is just like the biggest thing you can do. And as a Liverpool fan, it matters so much to me to win the Premier League. But I think that doesn't equate to Liverpool not having a good season. I think City would have wanted to go further in what they did in some of the competitions they were in, especially the Champions League. But I don't know. I'm really excited that we won two cups, like the the less important ones, but they still, of course, are two trophies. I think City, though. I'm curious as to what you guys said. I think City had a better season. Because winning, winning the Premier League is like the biggest I thing. Marshall, I don't influence anybody. That's why I'm not saying my opinion first. So, first yeah. of all, Liverpool should have the best. Please let us know your name. I want to be sure. Because I have been like, I intend to do a poll about this. So, that's why. 
Um, Otto, who are the better season? Liverpool or Man City? Pep or Club? Like, I mean, they're, they're the coaches. So, who are the better season? I think Liverpool, Club. Mm. Okay. Why? Uh, uh, Very quickly, though. Be because uh, the results, the results they get uh, at, at the end of the season. Okay. Uh, they want, they want uh, a league that, that, that they didn't win the league, though. They've been waiting for a while. They didn't, win the, while. They didn't win the league, though. They did I mean, no, no, no. The the, um, the league cup, yeah, because remember, yeah, club league. hadn't won any uh, domestic cups. Okay. For like yeah. years, for a long time. And that's the reason why their their fans, your fans, I mean, uh, you were celebrating uh, yesterday with them, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I mean, let, let's agree. Uh, uh, I, I think the the measurement of, 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 uh, of a team is is now how beautiful they play. I just said a few minutes ago is <laughs> what they win. Okay, that's their right. trophies, their uh, their recognition at the end of the of the year. Uh, your 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 championships are the ones that are gonna talk about uh, okay. the finals. Winning finals is uh, I know I know uh, they didn't win the, the championship uh, uh, Saturday against uh, my Real Madrid, but. I think it was a it was, it was a great team. It was a fantastic team that they knew how to manage all the way. If you reach to the final of the champion of the Champions League, either team deserved the bet uh, to win the um, the final. So if you're at the final, it's because you did a great season. Okay, fair enough. Josh, what a better season. I'm gonna go with Liverpool. I think um, because you gotta look at starting from the back of the. Um, uh, from the start of the season. Okay. Liverpool had, what did they really invest in? Konate. That was basically it. And then halfway through the season, they brought in Diaz. But no one knew that Diaz was going to come from Porto and have the impact that he had. Okay. So Liverpool hasn't really invested that much. But you look at City's team. These guys can field two teams. The squad that, that they have, the experience that they have, for them to only win the league, and they won the league by basically <laughs> the last second of the game. It wasn't even like you know what I mean, like the stupid had, <laughs> the resource that they had to toe to toe till the last whistle of the game of the season. That's an accomplishment. And then we talk about the Champions League finals. City didn't get to City once again. Um, they lost it last uh, last season, and then once again they didn't make it to the finals the season. But even Liverpool lost by one goal in the Champions League finals. But they won the two cups against Chelsea, um, the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup. So with all that being said, I'm not saying that the league is not a prestigious trophy to win. Don't get me wrong. It is prestigious. Okay. But when you look at the two teams coming into the season, yep. you know, City spent £100 million on Grealish. You know, okay. look at that squad. That they had KDB, the best midfielder in the world, all this stuff, and the only they barely won the league. Let me put it that way. So okay. that's why I would say that I think Liverpool can be proud. Like Liverpool fans can be proud. Obviously, for the players, you always remember the stuff that you didn't win versus the stuff that you want. So it's hard on the players. But as a Liverpool fan, you can't complain because this season no one expected Liverpool. Are to be toe to toe with City and two cups. No, we okay. support United. I mean, I'm a Manchester United fan. Yeah. Okay. So, my own very quickly. Interesting that it's split, right? It's split. So, I think Man City, right? 
and this is why I say so, right? As much as I think Liverpool has had a great season, right? They were right there and everything. We've seen this, we've seen this a lot of times. I don't understand where this is coming from, where people are like saying Liverpool have a better season. Like, I don't understand it because this is why I said this. Chelsea in 2008, people forget this. Remember that their, their coach they had over Ball what's name? Can't remember his name now. They got to the Champions League final, lost to Man Manchester United. They, they were in the league to the last day. It, it went down to the last day. We had to win, and they won. So they, they got to the FA Cup final, and they lost to Portsmouth, if I remember. Like, Chelsea did this. Nobody said this, like, oh, they had a... Yeah, I know they didn't win a trophy. So that's why I said Liverpool did well. But I do not know in what world winning FA Cup, like Linga said, FA Cup and... Um, is better than winning the Premier League. I don't, I don't know what that is. Because I'm pretty sure most teams like United... Arsenal, Chelsea have fired managers after managers for not winning or challenge for the Premier League. So yes, they did they did extremely well. But I think City had a slightly better season because at the end of the day, like Otto said, like all of us have said, the name of the game is winning. They did not win the Premier League. The second thing is why I think it's over exaggerated the difference in the depth between Liverpool and City. I think it's over exaggerated. Like the wage bill between them is like 30, 40 million difference, wage bill. Um, Liverpool have signed smartly, yes, but they have a lot of depth too. Like they have, they have, they have a lot of depth this season compared to like previous seasons. So I think I, I understand City have more resources, but I don't think it's as wide as people say. So that's why I think it's City, and we're going to end the pod there just because of, uh, you know, Queen Linga has to go. But I really appreciate everyone who said Liverpool. I was just sitting here like, wow, yeah. <laughs> we are so wonderful. We're loving this. Let's keep it going. Oh, but, I mean, you know, like Josh said, though, like, I'm so proud of this our was team. Camp, but the, last, yeah, the last two weeks were very hard in a good year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last two weeks were very hard in a very good year. The I'm, last two weeks were hard. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Thanks I, I for want, coming I would like to close it with, with Ayo style, like this. <laughs> <laughs> like this, Ayo. Thanks for coming. It has nothing to do with the question. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Linda. Thanks for coming on, Otto. Thanks for coming on, Josh. For everybody coming. Thanks for supporting us. Like, share, subscribe. Like and subscribe. Like, yeah. share, subscribe. Yes. Like, share, subscribe. Love it. I, we're I coming back. The grass isn't going to get us next time. Love it, love it, love it. The market is officially open. <laughs> Thank you, Mark is officially yeah, over. Thank you, guys. You might have been back. Bye. <laughs>